Reader Question, Wagovi's Side Effects, Part 1. This is the Weight and Healthcare Newsletter. If you like what you're hearing, please consider subscribing and or sharing at weightandhealthcare.com. I received the following question from Reader Connie. Quote, My doctor is pushing me to take Wagovi. I told him I'm not interested in weight loss medication, but he kept pushing, so I said I was worried about the side effects. He said they are, quote, nothing to worry about, and that, quote, all drugs have side effects, and that, quote, besides, this drug has been around forever and it's safe. I didn't know what to say to that. Can you help? This is certainly not the only time I've heard this. And it is enraging every single time. In part one, we'll talk about the first two claims. In part two, we'll talk about the claim that the drug has been around forever and thus is safe. Healthcare practitioners have an obligation to provide informed consent. I wrote about this in depth previously on weight and healthcare to any treatment. They are supposed to do that without prompting, which is to say that the patient shouldn't have to ask for accurate information about the potential risks of a proposed treatment, so it's bad enough when we have to ask. But if we ask and they get blown off with, all drugs have side effects, or it's nothing to worry about, then that is a clear and direct violation of medical ethics. As I talked about in the piece I linked to above, this behavior often stems from provider weight stigma and paternalism. If the provider believes that being fat is proof that a patient isn't competent to make their own decisions, and or the provider thinks that the treatment is worth the risk, perhaps believing it's worth risking fat people's lives and quality of life to make them thin, that can lead them to failing at their duty of informed consent and even to purposefully misinforming fat patients in order to get the patient to undertake a course of treatment that they think is best. If this happens to you, you can say something like, I'm asking for an informed consent conversation followed by a shared decision-making process, so I'll need more information than that. Or, can you help me understand how you feel that constitutes informed consent? Let's talk about the side effects. I did a deep dive into what Novo Nordisk is calling a long-term study of Wagovi. In fact, the study was only two years long, which is an example of weight science research making words mean whatever they want. Still, their own numbers show the seriousness of this situation. In addition to having a boxed warning, the FDA's strongest warning for a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors, Wagovi has common side effects, including nausea, diarrhea, vomiting, constipation, stomach pain, headache, fatigue, upset stomach, dizziness, feeling bloated, belching, gas, stomach flu, and heartburn. It also has serious side effects, including acute pancreatitis, acute gallbladder disease, hypoglycemia, acute kidney injury, hypersensitivity, diabetic retinopathy complications, heart rate increase, suicidal ideations, and behaviors. If we look at this by the numbers, Novo's two-year Wagovi research found that per 100 patient years, there would be 532.3 adverse events, six serious adverse events, four events that lead to discontinuation of the drug. Those numbers have to be taken in the context of the prescribing recommendations. Novo's research also shows that when people go off the drug, they quickly regain their weight and lose cardiometabolic benefits. Novo's massively profitable solution to that is for people to take the drugs for the rest of their lives. Hence their strong-arm marketing tactics like pushing phrases like chronic lifelong health condition and relapsing remitting, quote, obesity. Beyond the deeper issues with considering simply existing in a higher weight body to be a disease, taking the drug for life as a treatment means that those on the drug could rack up significant personal patient years. 
The average age of the semaglutide group in the long-term Wagovi trial was 47.3 years. If that is the age that someone starts taking the drug and they live to 70 years old, that would be 22.7 patient years, during which they could have 121 adverse events, 1.32 serious events, and 0.9 events that lead to product discontinuation. Now, considering the concerning AAP guideline recommendations that children as young as 12 be put on this drug, if they live until 70, they could have 58 patient years, with an average of 308 total adverse events, 3.48 serious adverse events, and 2.32 events that lead to product discontinuation. From my perspective, these are not don't worry about it numbers, but it doesn't actually matter how I feel about it or how a doctor feels about it for that matter. This information exists and it should be provided to patients in order to allow for their best chance of informed consent. Though, again, we don't even have a single generation of patients who have taken this drug for their entire life, so the practitioner should also make clear that the long-term data they're talking about is only for about two years. Those are the side effects. In part two, we'll look at the claim that Wagovi is safe because it's been around forever. Did you find this post helpful? You can subscribe for free to get future posts delivered direct to your inbox or choose a paid subscription to support the newsletter and get special benefits. Go to weightandhealthcare.com and click subscribe.